Welcome to Tight Ends, an NFL and fantasy football podcast based out of the UK. I am one of your co-hosts. I'm Fitz, the Commissioner of the Anglo-Scott Fantasy Football League, and I'm also the GM of the Championship Chilton Stallions from last year. Um, as ever, I'm joined. This week we're doing another one of our rival podcasts, and uh, yeah, this week uh, I'm joined by these two chaps. Let's bring on one of them. Back once again for the renegade master. Deep or damage Power to the people's back once again for the renegade master. Deep or damage the ill behaviors. Back once again for the renegade master. Deep or damage Power to the people's back once again. Lino, how are you doing, sir? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, I'm not too bad, my friend. I'm not too bad. Not too bad. You up for this? You up for the challenge yeah, ahead? I, was, uh, I went for dinner with my wife tonight while we dropped our son at his uh, evening class and uh, told okay. all about this podcast. And I don't think she listened to a word I said. I don't blame her. I don't blame her. Well, let, let's 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 not hold our second guest back. Let's bring him on. Mr. Nick Daddy Shark, Nick Walter himself of the Byfleet Sharks. Nick, how are you doing, sir? I'm all right, but every time I listen to that music, it winds me up. I don't it's, blame uh, it. it's, it's about time that we need we need the Jaws music, especially I'm, with okay. with Lino on right now because I've, I've just chewed him up all season, haven't I? <laughs> Have you? Let me. Let Apart me, from one game, okay, you beat me in one game. Nick, Nick, <laughs> let me throw this one at you. I actually found this, and I was in two minds about whether playing, I should play this. This was a little substitute uh, intro for you. Let me just play and see what you think. Reggae Shark, Reggae Shark, he's real. Reggae Shark, he's got a band with a steel. Oh, Reggae Shark, he don't want to arm ya. Reggae Shark, he just wants a gun job. Reggae Shark, I'm a Reggae Shark. Where did that come from? That oh my god! Reggae shark, reggae shark. I, I, I'll be honest. I'd never heard that before. But oh, I came I've never heard that either. Yeah, it's not I think baby shark is it? It's not baby shark. It's right? not really, yeah. not really the image or the music I want to portray. To be honest, <laughs> like with ganger in the end. So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Okay, maybe maybe we'll <laughs> go for yours. Okay, well maybe change it up next time you're on. Uh, well, which should be what this time next year. Um, yeah. so look, guys. Um, before we get into the rivalry section, uh, and we'll tackle the four questions we threw at you both. And before we do that, um, let's just uh, check in uh, on what's going on around the league. Now, uh, if you've been watching NFL, following it, probably haven't because it's the off-season. It's quite a quiet time at the moment. Um, uh, there's been a few uh, stories popping up uh, similar to this one. Plenty of intrigue, I think, Judy, as well, about Daniel Snyder, the commanders, and a potential sale. So a potential sale to Washington commanders. Uh, guys, jump in. What do you think? What do, what, what, who would be an NFL owner right now? What's going to go on with the commanders? Lino, just jump to you. What do, what do you think, man? Well, to be honest, I think they're one of the least interesting franchises at the moment. Um, so they're probably good value for money. Uh, they could only go up in that sense. But, yeah, I, 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 I can't remember the last time a team got taken over. Can, you're going to tell us now, surely, Fitz? It was Broncos last year, but OK, yeah. OK. Pay attention just to that. Oh, they, they were stitched up with what? What uh, Wilson then? Where they or did they choose Wilson? 
No, they kind of got stitched up. Nick, what do you think? I never heard of them. Sorry, who are they? The Commanders. Washington, oh, Washington right, okay. Commanders. The Redskins. Oh, the Redskins, that's it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> I, <laughs> Liz, He's not able to cover either. No, there's people that just tuned in going, hold on, what, this guy plays NFL fantasy football? <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing, isn't it? It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. So, I, don't even, who play, I don't even know who plays for them, but, um, yeah. I'm now going to see if you actually on display on last year because that's gonna that's, that's got to be something we've explored. You didn't you don't know who you can't name one single Washington Commanders slash Redskins player. Not a single one from last year. Just take a stab at it. One single player. Uh, no. Yeah, callback. Uh, okay, name no. me any Washington Commander Redskin player in history. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> people going what is this uh, not too, people better not be tuning in for any advice or hints or tips because they ain't going to get sweet FA out of this podcast to tell I'm, sure, I'm okay. sure there's some famous ones but yeah, yeah. there's one or two yeah okay Lino you give me one oh Carson Wentz last season Heineke yeah. there you go uh, there you go Gibson they were all quite good fantasy people last season um yeah. Chase Young, he was injured all the last season. Uh, yeah. Robert Griffin Jr., didn't he play for them once? One point. Mark yeah, Sanchez, RG3. I vaguely remember. RG3 was a big one. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I've just looked. Nick, you did not have a single Washington Commanders player on your squad. Yeah. So maybe, maybe Nick's in a need-to-know, need-to-know basis. If they're in a team, he knows everything about them. Follows <laughs> 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 their other half on Instagram. <laughs> not even that. Oh, dear. Okay, so we, we've established... You didn't know they existed. I now, do, of course I've heard of them. Right, They're, look, six, them name. Six yeah. billion six billion dollars is apparently the sale price, right? Who would be an appropriate owner? Can you actually think of anyone who'd be appropriate to actually own an NFL franchise to go and actually buy up the commanders and make them credible uh, again? Are there any rules in terms of you need to be a US citizen or anything like that? Because no. as far as I can tell, there isn't overseas investment like there is in Football, for example. I don't know. Uh, Maybe the Qataris, uh, the Qataris, or something like that. They they want Saudis. to expand the Saudis. They want to do a bit of sports washing. Couldn't yeah. see that. How, I can't see no, that. Happening. Just, no, that I, would it, never be allowed. Would they? They would never allow it. The Americans know. selling one of their teams. Yeah, because yeah. they have to. Oof. The other the other owners get to sanction it. I think so. The mm. other thirty one owners at least get to have some sort of say. So yeah, imagine them breaking the financial fair play and doubling their salary caps and all that kind of. Nonsense, uh, but no, I, it's obviously the obvious one would be Elon Musk, wouldn't it? You would tell me he owns Broncos. You think, now. Well, <laughs> I don't, I don't, no, I, he, I'm he's more of money, money to burn, and uh, well, so. he's burned it all on Twitter, hasn't he? Whereas I think you've got the likes of potential, maybe Jeff Bezos, right? Yeah, he's got time in his hands, that one. I don't know. You, you, you boys both work in tech, and tech has loads of money flowing around in it. What's the there must no, be someone you used, used to, used to, mm. no, not since yeah. that move. Not <laughs> <laughs> I think it, yeah, Musk wouldn't. He's, he hasn't doesn't own a sports team, does he? No. No. Mm. Amazon. You think you think someone would want the Amazon Arena? Uh, the naming rights there. Is it FedEx Stadium now? On? Uh, they do at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. think you get naming rights on it and all that kind of stuff? But yeah, it's um they they, they haven't been the most in my. I know they were big in the eighties. Uh, uh, or relatively big. They're one of the first teams I'd heard of, but they're not a glamour franchise. 
but I guess not more than the Broncos to, to an extent. You do, you want an LA team or New York or someone like well, that? I guess you, you could just buy them and move them. I mean, I guess I forget how easy that is done. Where would you move? Where would not. you move it to? I, where would you go to? I don't know. You'd just go to a big market, or you'd maybe bring a franchise over to Europe. Maybe who knows? They're just not glamorous, glamorous enough, are they? Really, you don't but see them as, yeah, as being a, a marquee. They're not on like a marquee team, really. I mean, the history obviously is, is is fantastic, but they're not. It's not like they're in the the top echelons of. Uh, Global fame, really, are they? I mean, I'm just no. looking at looking at Google, and I don't don't said right Washington Redskins Hall of Famers, or whatever. I don't recognise any of them. So, <laughs> but that's not <laughs> surprising. Another team, Nick. It's the only Hall of Famers you do recognise. No, I would do with some other teams. Trust me, it's just yeah. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> see hey, on these. Well, let's let's see what happens with the potential. So it looks like Daniel Schneider, the current owner, is on his way out. He's been caught in uh, too many issues recently, and he's yeah, he's in hot water with the league and other owners. So, looks like a, le- uh, a sale is on the cards, and I'm sure there'll be no shortage of potential suitors willing to step in and and, uh, and join the money making machine that is the NFL. Um, I watched, watched two TV series where they buy NFL teams. Mm. Bowlers, where The Rock uh, and his uh, he leads a consortium, and they buy the Raiders <laughs> and move them to Las Vegas, which I thought was right. quite realistic. Right. Is that factual, then, is it? Well, I, I copied the story. It's quite, quite interesting. And then there was Entourage, where Ari Gold tried to move the team to to LA. And you are talking. Guess what? Two years, a few years later, two teams in LA. Yeah, but it was, okay. it was good stuff. It was good so this is how you're basing your your, yeah, your Jerry, Jerry NFL Jones business knowledge on, right? Okay. Yeah, Bowlers and Entourage, both. He's going to make good half now watches. Nick, he's going to watch any given Sunday before the draft, and he's going to like pick one of the players he saw. And oh yeah, I want to pick this. Uh, Who plays no. for the rattles? The rattles, no, isn't it? No, no, no. That, well, no, that's the sort of thing I would do. Oh, I, I, I'm just, I'm just, I'm loving how loving the fact of you're going to come. We're going to watch draft roulette with Nick Walter. He's going to, he's going to end up going eight and zero or zero and eight in the first eight games. So we know in between. That's that's a good segue. Let me segue. Take that as a point where we can move away from the very loose discussion about who in, who owns <laughs> yeah. the commanders. And, I, think, uh, I think you've got the wrong people on this. This uh, <laughs> yeah, anyway. so Barry Barry will be <laughs> screaming facts at us. <laughs> <laughs> right, good chat, good chat. Um, random but good. Okay, let's dive into the proper rivalry section. So, folks, if you heard the uh, first episode, it was Steve Bland of the Wolfpack versus myself. Friendly rivalry, as we called it, um, bro, and bro, we posed. Romance it was. Bro, it was. It was relatively romancy. Um, we fired four questions at uh, each owner in their rivalry, and the four questions were: uh, who they thought their rival's best pick was last year, who they thought, um, uh, who was uh, the biggest mistake. Sorry, which? What was their biggest mistake? Even uh, their rival made last year. Um, what was their favourite NFL play? And then finally, as a kind of sort of tiebreaker if needed, um, uh, why are they going to go 2-0 against their opponent this year in their rivalry? Now, let me just set the scene before we dive into the questions and get the gentlemen to give us their answers. Um, you both have been in the league five years. The league's been going for about uh, 11. You've both been in for about half that time. You joined together. Um, you both come from the tech industry. You know each other. You still kind of be in the same uh, circles. Um, 
you are uh, over five years in the league, seven and seven against each other. So you've beaten, beaten each other seven times each. So there's no in the series. There's no overall leader at the moment. So just setting the scene. Um, and uh, by um, courtesy of a towing course, uh, Nick, you'll be going first. And so let's move on to our first question. Okay, the first question is, I'm going to actually mix it up this week. Um, your favourite uh, NFL uh, play, and this was uh, your choice, Nick. What a punt here by Johnston. Peoples-Jones going to play it from the 25, breaks a couple of tackles. Peoples-Jones still going, maintains his balance. It's a foot race. Peoples-Jones will score. A brilliant run back, 76 yards from Peoples-Jones. No flags. No flags. No why was flags. That, why was that the best well, NFL play for you? Why? I think he, he took it, didn't he, from um, the end zone, basically, on in his end, on, and he basically went all the way through, uh, whew, I don't know, maybe like eight players or something. He was just an absolute beast. It was brilliant, and his, his acceleration was, was outstanding. Uh, so, yeah, that was that was pre- pretty cool. It was a close toss-up between... Um, oh. Who's the, the the running back here? Tampa Bay caught one-handed. Fournette. There was Fournette did one. No, the other guy. Oh, you mean uh, Mike Evans? Mike Evans, yeah. So <laughs> Mike receiver. What's his, what, what is he? <laughs> He's a receiver. <laughs> He's just a receiver, right? Okay, that's that was a good catch. That was a good so catch. That, but that was you, a good catch. You opted for the, uh, Peoples-Jones punt. Uh, 60 odd, no, punt 60 odd punt return touchdown yeah. as well. Uh, Liner, what do you think about that choice? I, um, I remember it. I, I thought there were, wasn't there, there were a few sort of similar, not punt returns, field goal, not field goal, uh, kickoff returns and stuff like that. It is a great, great thing. And you think to yourself, how many times has that happened in any player's career? It's, yeah. It is that nice experience. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's the, I wouldn't say it's the bicycle kick, but it's the volley from outside the box type goal. It's, it's yeah. very good to see. You like seeing them. You do like seeing them. It's a good choice. Um, I couldn't remember it until you selected it and I had to go and find the sound clip. But when I watched it, I do, I have to admit, I was like, actually, yeah, it's not maybe so much the length. It's the fact that, as you said, he beat about eight people and yeah. cut through and it was pretty, it was pretty special on that side of things. Yeah, there was quite, I, a, few, I, I, there was quite I, a few like that actually, you know, throughout the season. There was some some uh, some similar ones, but um, yeah, just uh, that was a pretty pretty decent one. Yeah, I, I do find it irritating when they take the knee or. Uh, uh, well, you're showing your showing your Trump c- credentials there, yeah. I know. Yeah, <laughs> none of that. But yeah, it is is always good. But you, you want to see a punt return. I'd love to see a punt return live. That's my. Uh, Okay. That's my my hope for next season's games. So that was that was Nick's choice. Mm-hmm. You'd love to see a punt return, but you chose this is your favourite NFL play instead. Walker on first down, moving to his left. And now Walker fires downfield, looking for DJ Moore. Oh, it's a diving catch for a Panthers touchdown. Wow. DJ Moore. That was uh, against Falcons. Uh, pretty much, uh, this is when obviously both teams same division. They could have, in theory, made the playoffs and probably been the worst uh, 
worst ranked team in the playoffs, but it was it was just the fact that it was uh, Walker as QB. Um, obviously, the I think Mayfield had just moved on at this point, or was this DJ Moore had I, had, I drafted him or picked him up on on uh, waivers, and he, he hadn't really done much. And this was a touchdown that actually uh, won me my game. Uh, I didn't win many games last season. But then it was obviously the fact that afterwards, the celebration, it was such an amazing moment. You think, great, they're going to win the game. He takes the helmet off, gets called on the, uh, gets flagged. Uh, the field goal gets moved back. They miss the field goal and then not field goal, the extra point, and then lose. Uh, so much drama. And obviously DJ Moore flexing his muscles, looking yep. apart, did something amazing. Yep. Everyone's high-fiving. This backup QB Walker throws a pass of his life, game-winning touchdown, and then they miss the, field, the extra <laughs> point. And it was just all that drama there. If you were a Falcons fan, you'd have been, oh, no, we're dead and buried. If you are a Panthers fan, you'd have been, woohoo. Great, we've won. No one thinks you're going to miss the walk-off extra yep. point, and then, yeah, then I think the kicker also missed one in um, overtime, during, and then during um, overtime, yeah, yeah, yeah field, and then, the the, then then my, then my kicker or my fantasy team got the winning field goal. So all in all, it was good for fantasy, good drama, and yeah, you, yeah, just DJ Moore must have been pretty unpopular in the dressing room after. I know we covered it on the on the thing afterwards. Having done that, he had no yep. right to do it. Yep. And, this, and the other thing is the backup QB gets very few games. He's always judged on his winning record and all that yep. kind of stuff. Yep. And what should have been one of his few games that would have made a huge difference to his win percentage gets moved into the to the negative. I think I, on, I, I think that I think there were better there were better catches or better better catches throughout the season. Okay. Like the one well, not not by not by a renegade player. No. <laughs> 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 there were definitely better catches, but I they think I'd, I'd, yeah. I'd have to say that you know, in the context of the game and everything, and the clock and all of that, it, yeah, it's a pretty, pretty, pretty good moment actually. Yeah, I, I, I gotta say, being a neutral observer this week uh, compared to uh, the one with myself versus Steve, I, I, I'm going I'm to give this one to Lino. I think the touchdown uh, pump return was great, and you're right, there are better catches. But with all the drama around it that Lino yeah. just took us through, I think Lino takes that round uh, and goes 1-0 up. I'll accept um, that. OK, let's go to our second question. OK, um, let's go to... Um, and well, Lino, you go first this time. Um, who did you think uh, Nick's best picked draft pick player was from last year? Hurts keeps around the edge... And bends it back down, fighting for the end zone. What a run! Touchdown, Philadelphia. Second of the night for Hertz. Second of the night for Hertz. How many did yeah. he get? Well, oh, loads. He, he, <laughs> yeah. To say a fantasy team is a one one team, one player team. It was oh god, it felt like that at times watching him. I think I think most of us had already picked up our QBs at this point when. Nick probably realised he needed to draft a QB and like Russell Wilson probably <laughs> being taken by myself or something stupid at this point. But just it's, and obviously he was Jalen Hurts was good towards the end of the season before, but none of us would have predicted what he could do. And I, I think Nick's, uh, as I said, his his um like his compass suddenly landed in the right direction for once. And How I think dare we, you? we I think we was he the QB one in fantasy? I think he. He must have been up there. I know he had um, some injuries, so he missed some games towards the end. 
but yeah, what, what a great, what a great pickup. And uh, let's be sure that he won't be going to Nick this time because he'll be <laughs> taken much earlier unless Nick panics and takes him in the first round or has him yeah. a keeper. Yeah, that's uh, a difficult one. Do you remember? Uh, do you remember picking him, Nick? Do you remember what you were thinking about at the time? I do remember picking him. I remember shit. I haven't got a callback. <laughs> 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 but I did. I did have a piece of paper. And, it, and he was on the on the tier two. So Andrew's right. He wasn't really his season last season wasn't, yeah. you know, he wasn't in the top top tier. And um, but I did have a little piece of paper and it did said tier two and he was the top of that. So um, as soon as that, I was seeing the QBs going, oh, my God. Um, but I had a terrible I think I had a terrible draft last last season, basically like where I was positioned and everything like that. Mm. But But my decision making was pretty good. So um, I'm quite happy with um, yeah my pick there basically. Okay, okay. Well, let, but he wouldn't he wouldn't be my first choice QB. <laughs> Interesting. And are you going to have bits of paper when we come to an in-person live draft that you're going to be referring to? I'm worked it out. Yeah, I think about it probably a day before. Yeah. <laughs> we, we need to tell Nick we've got golf booked in the afternoon and he'll turn up. Yeah, fine. Okay. Right, I'm in. <laughs> okay. Um, let's go to Nick, who uh, you chose for uh, Lino's uh, best pick. I don't care. Okay, you didn't care. You didn't give us an answer. Uh, care to explain yourself? <laughs> <laughs> you bastard! I know you dropped me in it. I, I would say his best pick was was Jackson, Lamar Jackson. Okay. Would and no? <laughs> I mean, I, I'd, I'd like to know why, to be honest. <laughs> so would I. <laughs> well, actually, to be honest, a really hard one because I don't think it, any of them were particularly good. Yes. CMC was good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, he was. All right, he was the best. Let me change my mind. You guys know what, know what you're talking about. <laughs> I haven't looked and studied your stats, you see, Andrew. I'm not worried uh, about the competition. Uh, I just know that you had Jalen Hurts. It was hurting every, no pun intended, hurting me every week. <laughs> Why has he got one player who's just done it? What does he know about him? I mean, oh. by, the end, by the end of the season, if you just, and this isn't obviously oh. your drop. Not, yeah, lots of injuries. Yeah, yeah, lots of injuries. But you, this isn't obviously everyone who was drafted. You did pick up some waivers. But to be fair to Nick, if you look at your team, Lino, uh, in the last game in the Wooden Spoon playoff matchup, <laughs> you got Cousins, Akers, <laughs> Harris, Davis, London, Watson, Kittle. I mean, I'm, Kittle's probably the best one, I reckon. But I didn't draft him. You didn't draft him, exactly. <laughs> Allen, Koo, Commanders, <laughs> it's a defense. Oh, my God. Hayward, <laughs> Allen, Wagner. There you go. You, you know Wagner, Nick. Uh, Barton yeah, and uh, yeah, Wagner. You, you just... No, I, I draft. I, I drafted um, Brees Hall. Just, I just I got to be honest. Capitulated. I actually, I got to be honest. I think he's spot on. Lamar Jackson's your best drafted player. I can't see anyone in there who's worth their salt who you drafted. No, it was it was it was poor. Okay, so it's poor. So, uh, when it comes to this round, um, let, let's be frank. Jalen Hurts. It's a no-brainer. No-brainer. Absolute uh, steal, given what he didn't, ended up doing in the season. So, um, yeah, no-brainer on that one. Clearly uh, one over on Lamar Jackson. Let's turn to our third question. Okay, so the third question. Uh, what was your opponent's biggest mistake? Uh, Lino, this is what you chose for Nick. 
Breaking news, the Colts ruling out Jonathan Taylor for tomorrow's game against the Broncos. He injured his ankle Sunday against the Titans. It'll be the first missed game due to injury of Taylor's career. First missed game for injury for Taylor's career. He ended up missing quite a few last year. Yeah. I just, obviously, he was your first round pick. I think everybody, nobody was laughing when you picked him. Um, I think... You must have been quite pleased to actually get in because I think uh, we we was he the obviously I I can't remember who 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 picked first. It was Paul and the Musketeers, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So uh, John Jonathan was he a keeper for you, Nick? Uh, yeah, I think yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you had him as your he keeper, was. and uh, based on the season before, nobody was calling it. Actually, lots of people criticising me for uh, keeping CMC. Um, but nobody was having a go at you for uh, Jonathan Taylor. And obviously, he didn't deliver to the levels he did, and then he was ruled out. And it was he's one of these players who you would never, I don't know, you reject, rejected trade offers. Uh, I don't know if you meant to do that, or you just they ran out of time, you didn't see them on the app. Um, but yeah, you weren't prepared to let him go. And he, he never never came good. Uh, and it was no. it was great to see. Well, I didn't want him to, to, to go to somebody else, and then he gets... Then he gets fit again. Yeah, or does so, a tiny, and then does done a Tony Pollard. Yeah, I don't want. I didn't want that happening. Um, but uh, yeah. yeah, it was it was what the number one pick in all NFL fantasy leagues, wasn't it? Yeah, by, he was at like far. average draft pick. Yeah, most leagues were yeah. picking him first before he obviously picked up those. And you can't you can't predict injuries, right? That's the part of the, right. the random. But he, but he was so poor compared to where he was last season. I know change of QB and. Uh, and the Colts were just uh, just a shambles uh, uh, as a franchise. I know they weren't spectacular last the season before, but yeah, just everything seemed to go against them. Yeah, yeah. yeah so that's definitely yeah, so, it's certainly up there. The question was, what was your opponent's biggest mistake? And and you're saying without him knowing about the injuries, that was his biggest mistake. Um. Well, yeah, it was a bust of a. It wasn't quite levy on Bell, <laughs> but it was, it was, it was, it was up there. Of, I don't know, feeling that your first round pick didn't deliver. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Let's 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 move on to what Nick thought was your biggest mistake. I don't care. Oh, and again, Come again, on. showing sheer oh, disdain sorry. for his rival. He didn't even yeah. give me a selection. Nick, over to you. So I I I do. I have looked into it a little bit. Um, so I was thinking... There's, there's only I, one I must, answer, by the way. <laughs> is, is there? Because... Yeah. Who was it? Kittle? No. I didn't oh. even draft him. <laughs> Najee Harris. That's what... That, I've got him circled on my piece of paper here. Look. <laughs> uh, Najee Harris. He's, 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 he's 101 podcasting where the listeners can't see you holding up your bit of papers. And nor yeah. can we because you've got the blurred background on. <laughs> Sorry, trust me, I've got Najee Harris on there basically as um, circled. So he was just, I mean, you had him on your first game um, out there and everything, and he just absolutely didn't deliver at all, did he? No, he was, I, I remember when we when I picked him. What pick was he? Uh, I want to say my second round. I think I picked him, so I picked, he was actually my first pick because CMC was a keeper, and he was an outstanding running back uh, the season before, and I remember somebody going, ooh, good pick. And you were like, yes, I know know what I'm doing. 
But, 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 I got my money back on him. I swapped him for, traded him for Amari Cooper and oh, a second right. round pick. So I think, and, and then, so I'm getting him back. And a, another second round. I can't remember what I traded him back for. Um, what did I trade Steve? Um, I can't remember. But again, it worked. he then became average. But no, poor, poor player. So he, he was he was a poor player, but you managed to find a silver lining in that poor player. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Najee Harris is going to be the person, when I win the league, I'm not going to win the playoffs, obviously, because I'm not that lucky. But when I win the league, based on the next season, dominating the second round, my speech will involve thanking Najee Harris. So I've got to be honest, you said Nick's biggest mistake was picking a player who then got injured a lot. Can't really predict that. Nick's picked a player you selected who then just didn't perform very well. Mm, um, I've, got, I've got to be honest, if I had to choose between the two, the bigger mistake is picking a player who didn't perform very well. Yeah. So Nick, Nick no, gets no, this no, no, no. Taylor, Nick, did yeah. not, Taylor did not Nick, perform very Nick, well. Before. But it wasn't a bad decision, ultimately. I made, you know, it was a good good choice considering he, you know, what he did last year. Yeah. I'm sorry, uh, sorry, Lionel. On that one, uh, I've got to give it to, uh, well, give it to Nick Water. Yeah. Alright. Okay, right, let's move to our final question. Um, and before we do, actually, I, I wanted to ask you both this. So, when you have, like, derbies and rivalries, sometimes they have a name to them, like Celtic Rangers is the, you know, the old firm, um, you know, Liverpool Everton is the Merseyside derby, that kind of thing. Um, what's your, what's your rivalry? Has it got a name? Is it, is it, is it a name or a title or as people would know it by? To be honest, the, I don't really see it as a rivalry. You know, I'm so far ahead in terms of you know seven how... and seven. <laughs> you've never won a. You've never finished top. Or got a third place. He's also yeah. never come bottom. So no, exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm one of his boom or bust franchise. He's just this. Oh, you must right. have always been second last. Always. <laughs> <laughs> I just like to see how you gamble, Andrew. <laughs> I love, I love, I love the, uh, I love when I pulled, so for the listeners, I pulled together a table of all the teams in the league and how many times it won or got to a final or won the bronze medal, sort of third place playoff or how many times they came last. And Nick Walter had nothing across the board. Like, never made a final, but never come bottom, never won the top seed, never won a semi final. It was just, it was just, uh, it was your, mediocrity, wasn't it? It was just, <laughs> Okay, yeah. so we don't have a name, so maybe we'll see if uh, over the coming uh, weeks and months ahead we'll come up but with a name for your rivalry. Definitely come up with one, yeah. Okay, so um, I'm going to start with Lino. Lino, you're 7-7 seven and seven with Nick Walter of the Byfleet Sharks, your, your big rival, uh, even though he doesn't think you're a main rival. Why are you going to go 2-0 against him this year? He can't be that lucky. <laughs> he's been his luck surely has run out. He's we're gonna he's gonna be sitting there in a room and he'll have no idea what's going on. He can't be safe by auto pick. He's probably gonna pick up Bobby Wagner early on. He's probably oh gonna, he's, he, uh, I just he's gonna turn up unprepared and he's probably gonna finish above me, isn't he? Probably. <laughs> But I know I'm hoping I play him early on in the season when there's no injuries, and my my heavy uh, 
heavily weighted second round draft team is firing on all cylinders before the injuries kick in. So if you can tinker with the fixtures, commission, I'll play them in one of the first games. That'll be good. <laughs> okay. So your 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 premise your premise of how you're going to go two and zero, um, and he can't be that lucky. But on that basis, you think over five years, right. seven and seven is all just luck. You think on yeah. the sixth year that might change. Okay. Yeah, so, I, I reckon I was probably four zero down in the first two years, whilst I was feeding my feet and getting into right. the thing. So okay. I'm sure if we look how at how long it, do you need? <laughs> how long do you need to feel your feet? I'm still recovering from being <laughs> Levy on Bell. Mate, he can't see his feet. Come on. All right. Uh, uh, anyway, right. So, uh, Lino, that's your that's your argument, um, Mr. Nick Walter. Why are you going to go two and zero against the Reading Renegades this year? I'm just going to do what I've been keep on doing. I'm just going to be, uh, you know, preparing in the way I do, you know, and then um, <laughs> and I, and I will um, make the right decisions at the right time. That's what that's that's the difference between me and Andrew, you see. So he he does all his prep and then and then basically throughout the draft, it all goes to pup. And he's like, oh, no, he's, he gets a couple of his of his ones that he wants, but then he's struggling. So with me, I, I go into with no uh, preconceptions. Yeah. I have a little little plan, and and then I just you know make make the decisions at the right time, the right right decisions at the right time. So I'll just do that again. I like I like that. Uh, Lino, have you got any comeback on that before I uh, make a ruling? There's no chance he'll make the right decision. <laughs> <laughs> we will see. We will yeah. see. I'm, t- I'm torn. We will right? see. I like. I'm torn because. I, I agree with you, Lionel. There's no chance he's going to make consistently the right decision for 25 picks. However, the way he described you, and you have a plan in your head, and, and it goes slightly off course, and 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 this time we're going to see the panic in your eyes live in front of us. Um, I, I I think there's something in that. There's just a little bit of something in that. I, I, I'm I'm. I think my wife's going to the US just for drafts. So I've given her the title of that magazine that Flem bought. Oh, yeah. How to win the draft. Okay. What was so, the title? How to win the draft or how to win oh, okay. the draft. Yeah. <laughs> That's the actual name of the magazine. Yeah, it was something as obvious as that. So, um, how to win your draft. Okay. Yeah, so that, that's, that's what I'm going to go write for. Write that down. <clears throat> So, so your wife. Yeah, don't read last year's one, Nick. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, <laughs> well, the Redskins so, have still got players. So you're gonna you're gonna uh, get your wife, who's in America, a few weeks before our draft. Yeah. Buy a magazine called How to Win Your Draft, which would have been written and published weeks before the actual yeah. draft. Yeah. Which therefore might be a bit out of date. Yeah. And we could find ourselves in a situation again where you select a player with your first pick who doesn't play for the whole year. Yeah, very much so. So my wife also brought bought me, as well as the podcast uh, equipment, yeah. a book called Blood, Sweat and Chalk by Tim Layden, Sports Illustrated. It's got loads of plays in here. And this is going to be my um, holiday reading. I'm going to come oh, back post-holiday, <laughs> fully focused on the draft. I've got my Renegades merchandise on order. I've got intro music planned. Andrew, this is music to my ears. This is music to my ears. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna do all this research yep. as you do every year. Yep. I'm gonna and book, then, book, book and myself it's... into the hotel the night before, so I've got twenty four hours of pure <laughs> prep. And you're still going to be 
below me on, on the league. I mean, what's this is? Yeah. I, I feel I for you. It. Don't. I mean, honestly, don't do it. Because oh, it's going to be too painful for you. I love to, I love to be honest, what will happen is Barry will get in my head before the draft, and I'll choke. This is this is this is exa- you've just basically summarised this rivalry. You've got the laissez-faire kind of flexible play it by kind of with his gut. Nick Walter doesn't even realise he's not selected a full lineup any given week, and then you've got Andrew Line Lino buying merchandise of his own team, got his own team's yeah. theme tune, done research, got books, got magazines. It's it's the two different, vastly different approaches to fantasy. And at the it, moment, exactly. it's seven and seven at the moment, so there is no exactly. winner. No. This time next year, when I'm talking nine and seven, when I'm talking about how unlucky I was in the playoffs. Yeah, this time yeah. next year, Rodney. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know, yeah. I know, I know. yeah. Yeah, well, we shall see. Oh, this is going to... Actually, I'm really looking forward to the draft now. Yeah. Yes. Okay, yes. chaps. i I got to call that last one a score draw because I, I, it's 7-7. Seven and, seven. and they, let me tell you why. Two completely opposite ends of the spectrum in how we play fantasy, where how people at home, how people around the world and around the country are playing fantasy, having a little dabble on one end or taking it maybe too seriously at the other end. This season will hopefully won't be a one and one, and you'll be eight and eight by the end. Hopefully, someone will win two and zero. Oh. Um, so at this stage, I'm going to call that one a draw. So if we look back um, at the moment, it looks like Lino, you win this uh, rivalry pod two one with your selections. So um, yeah. oh, come on, there you go. That, that should probably make me seven and a half seven. No way, it doesn't well, count. We'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. We'll see what happens, um, wow. gentlemen. Thank you for joining. It's uh, been a pleasure speaking to you. Pleasure having you on. Any final words before we wrap up? I'm off to play some Madden now, get some more. more you absolute yeah. geek. <laughs> you absolute geek. Uh, I've, got, I've got two games left for the playoffs, and uh, the Bengals are looking good. Oh, I've got two games left for the playoffs. So I've got... <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. What are you going to do? Practice your swing? I probably will do. I probably will, will do. I'll, All right. see, I'll, see, I'll see you on day one. You'll for week one or whatever it is. Well, hopefully you'll see him in the draft <laughs> when it's live. Oh, that's yeah. nice. <laughs> Gentlemen, thank you for your time. guys. It's been, a, it's been a pleasure. And uh, folks, we'll be uh, following up with these rivalry pods with our next uh, instalment in a couple of weeks' time uh, where we'll be getting on either the Gators and the Musketeers, which is one of the most heated rivalries of the league. Right. Or, yes. um, Tune in for that. Or the... Uh, Oh, dare I say it, the Grizzlies and uh, the Stato Statoff versus the uh, Fleming's ball bags and Fleming will be <laughs> returning. So um, we'll see which one which one of those I book in next. But uh, thanks for joining and we'll see you next time. Cheers, guys. Lovely stuff.